Hey everyone, this is my second podcast, and this is Retro Malcolm. I want to talk about, uh, go back to summer of 72, and I know that's probably before quite a few of you were maybe even born, but what a, a special summer, especially for people who like the Rolling Stones. It was my first time seeing the Rolling Stones, I think I've seen them five or six times over the years since, but they, they, they played in Seattle, Washington which I was just north of there in Bellingham. And Seattle was actually the second show of their tour. And this is, by the way, this was the Exile and Main Street tour. Really hot show with Mick Taylor on lead guitar. Incredible stuff. But the first show was actually the first show of the tour they actually had in Vancouver, B.C., Canada, which was just north of Bellingham where I lived at the time. And Bellingham's a little tiny town just south of the Vancouver or the Canadian border. The Stones decided, for whatever legal reasons, they decided it would be easier to fly into the Bellingham Airport, <laughs> little Bellingham Airport, and then drive north across the border with vehicles rather than flying into Canada. And I had friends, I'll never forget this, everyone, I had friends at the time who were working at the Bellingham Airport, and they said, Malcolm... Jaws dropped as a private jet with a large red tongue, the Rolling Stones logo, descended into the little Bellingham airport. And of course, the ramp drops down and out steps Mick Jagger, Keith Richards, Charlie Watts, and team. Anyway, I just wanted to share that with you. Have a great day. More to come. Bye. Hey everyone, this is Malcolm in Greater Seattle, Washington. Hey, this is going to take you back a few years again. This is 1973. I happened to spot Mr. Elvis Presley himself. He was he was performing at a small venue in Seattle, Washington, and I they've changed the name of the different venues there and the entertainment area, but it was about a 5,000-seater, so it was pretty small. It wasn't that big at all, so it was a pretty intimate show. But I was just going to tell you, I've seen most of the biggies from back in the 60s and 70s. Most of them, not all of them, but most of them. But few matched the charisma of this young man. I just have to tell you, when we all took our seats and, of course, the lights go down, the band kicked in, incredible band behind him, James Burton on lead guitar, Ronnie Tut on the drums, incredible powerful drummer. Don't know if there's a better one out there than there was back then. Uh, entire band and backup singers kicked in big time. And of course, when he came walking out on the stage, strapped on that guitar and took the microphone, the place went absolutely, it was chaos. Back then, they didn't have digital for pictures, so it was flash bulbs and cameras. Flashing like crazy. Total chaos. <laughs> what an experience. I'll never forget it. I'll never forget it. But here's what's the part that's kind of cute is uh, went with my family. And as we were leaving, my, as we were leaving <laughs> on the way out of the theater, my aunt said, I'd like to put him in my pocket and take him home. Just thought I would share. Have a great weekend, everybody.